listening to the Take Imperfect Action podcast, and today I'm going to be sharing some of the biggest mistakes that I've made while growing my online business so that hopefully you can learn from them. And trust me, I have made a lot of mistakes, so stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to uplevel my life, my finances, and my mindset. And it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friends, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Happy Monday. As always, I hope you are having a fabulous day, that you are busy kicking butt and taking names. It is a gorgeous day here in Kansas City. It's like 50 something degrees outside in February. The sun is shining, even though the birds woke me up at like 5 a.m. this morning. I guess they were just outside enjoying the beautiful weather as well. But it is a good day, and I am so pumped to dive into today's episode because today I want to share some of the biggest mistakes that I have made when it comes to growing my online business. So hopefully you can learn from some of those mistakes. Now, when I say mistakes, I am putting those in air quotes because all mistakes are are valuable learning opportunities. There is always, always, always a lesson inside of each mistake if you are willing to look for them. So instead of seeing mistakes as mistakes, I like to see them as a valuable learning opportunities to grow, to get better, and to kick even more butt. Plus, mistakes mean that you are actually doing something. As Albert Einstein said, A person who never made a mistake never tried something new. And that is so true because if you are going through life, you're gonna be trying new things. And if you're trying new things, then you're inevitably going to be making mistakes. The only way that you can't make mistakes is to not do anything, which I personally think is the biggest mistake of all. And if you're an entrepreneur trying to grow a business, then you weren't born knowing how to grow a business, so you're gonna be doing new things all the time. You're gonna be doing new things every day probably. And with that, you're gonna be making a lot of mistakes, AKA you're gonna have a lot of opportunities to grow. And I have made so, 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 so many mistakes. And I'm gonna share those with you today in case they might help you perhaps make the mistake a little faster so you can fall faster forward and get over them quicker. All right, no more beating around the bush. Let me just dive right on into some of the mistakes that I have made when it comes to growing my online business. So the first mistake that I made was that I was being way, way, way too broad. When I first started my website, I was blogging about everything. I was blogging about storm chasing, wedding photography, business, DIY, recipes, dating ideas, like, oh my goodness, what? Like the biggest hodgepodge of just all the things. Because I was so passionate about all the things, I was like, well, I gotta share all the things. I want to help people and talk about all the different things. 
But the issue with that was, is that the people who had come to my website for say storm chasing couldn't care less about the wedding photography or the people who came to my website for business couldn't care less about the recipes. And so every single time someone came to my site, they were probably feeling, first of all, really confused, like what the heck, this is the weirdest mix ever. But secondly, because I was spreading myself thin with so many topics, I couldn't really do any one topic very well because I didn't have the time to do any one topic very well. And so people weren't getting what they needed. And, and not only that, but because I was covering so many different things, it was impossible to come up with any effective type of marketing strategy. I had no clue who my dream customer was because I was completely all over the place. And so back in, I want to think it was 2015, when I decided to get really serious and when I realized like, yo, this isn't working. And when I say this wasn't working, I mean that I was showing up to my business. I was blogging four to five times a week uh, for years and I wasn't gaining any traction. That is a long, long, long time to show up without gaining any traction. Pretty much just friends and family were coming to my website because it's really hard to be an expert in the broad category. So when I decided to just go, all right, I got to come up with a new strategy. The first thing that I did was decided to get really focused on business because business was what I was really passionate about. That's what I wanted to help people grow because I had fallen in love with business with my wedding photography business. And so I went onto my website and even though it was incredibly painful, I literally archived hundreds of blog posts, all of my storm chasing blog posts, wedding photography blog posts, any blog posts that didn't have to have anything directly to do with helping people with business got the boot and it was very painful, but the effects of that were enormous. Literally, I saw more growth in four months after that than I had seen in four years. So if you are currently trying to do too many things, focus on too many things, think of it this way. What is one specific result that you could get for one specific type of person? This doesn't mean that you can't broaden your focus later or add in more things, but take it from someone who puddled around for four years that it is much easier to gain traction when you are really, really specific. The next mistake that I made when I was growing my business, and I'm still growing my business, but continual process, but one of the mistakes that I made was creating too many offers. Oh my goodness. When I first started creating online courses, I literally created six different courses in a year. And if you've ever created a course before, then you know it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time and energy. And I created six in a year. I would literally get so excited over the fact that I could create courses, that I would create a course, launch it out to my audience, be like, oh my goodness, okay, what can I create now? Okay, let me start the next course, launch that one. Okay, now let me start the next course, launch that one. Okay, Okay, let me start the next course, launch that one. And by the end of the year, I had six courses that I then had to market and promote. And it is enough work to market and promote one thing, let alone six different things. And not only that, but I was super tired. I was feeling burnt out because I worked myself into the ground, creating all of those courses. And 
I wasn't giving myself the time to uh, to prom to test and tweak and relaunch my courses because I was so busy creating new things to launch. But what I've discovered since then, and from also so many other people that I know who successfully sell digital products, is that the magic happens in the relaunch. A lot of times when we first create something or when we first launch something, it's not going to generally be an explosion of amazing results right off the bat. It takes you launching it once. It takes getting people in there and getting direct feedback from your audience and then tweaking it based on the feedback and then relaunching it and then retesting it and tweaking it and then relaunching it again. And when you start to relaunch it, it begins to gain momentum. More and more people begin to hear about it. It gets better and better because you're constantly tweaking it. And that is where it all begins to happen. But because I was busy creating too many offers, I wasn't giving myself the time that I needed to really test, tweak, repeat, and gain that momentum. Whew. So the lesson here is create one thing, test it, tweak it, get some people in it, make some tweaks based on their feedback, and then repeat it, relaunch it, and then make make it even better, and then relaunch it again. And then, and only then, once you have launched it, you've gained momentum with it, and once you've got systems in place for continually promoting that thing, then move on to creating the next thing. But don't create six broken bridges that aren't really functioning very well and keep adding to those. Create one bridge or one product to sell, really perfect it, and then move on to the next. The next mistake that I made as I was growing my online business is speaking of courses and launches, not having a launch plan. I have often told the story of how when I launched my first ever paid course, I got really excited. I thought it was gonna be amazing, the launch. I thought people were just gonna be flocking in as soon as I opened the doors. And when I sent out the email to my email list of about 8,000 at the time, I literally made one sale, $179. So for that whole launch, and I'm using air quotes because I really didn't do much to launch, I made $179. I felt totally defeated. I felt like crap. I made it mean all of this stuff that really was just in my head, but I was like, oh, like maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Oh, maybe that means I suck or what if no one wants my course or maybe I shouldn't sell courses. Maybe I just blah. But after about 24 hours, hours of throwing myself a pity party on the couch, I realized that, ah, I didn't really have a launch plan. My launch was essentially me just sending a random email to my list and that was it. And so I then decided that I was going to plan my next launch. I took three months to really plan out my next launch. And then I launched the course and I made $10,000. That is a huge leap from the previous launch. And so the lesson is to plan out your launches, preferably about three months in advance. This is because you're going to have plenty of time to prep, which is going to make you keep you from being a frazzle pants. But when you are planning months in advance, it also gives you a nice long runway to warm up your audience and to prepare them for what is to come. So now anytime that I do a live promotion, I get it on the calendar at the beginning of the year and I start planning that thing three months in advance. The next mistake that I made 
as I was growing my online business was that I didn't know my numbers. I kept hearing about numbers and whispers of different types of numbers, but I am not a numbers person. The thought of numbers totally overwhelmed me. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't want to look at them. I don't like math. I don't like spreadsheets. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'll be fine. Like, I can just keep, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I don't need to know my numbers. Like, as long as, like, I'm growing and some money's coming in, like, it's fine. But then after a couple years of operating this way, I realized that it was really, really, I hate to use the word irresponsible, but it was a little irresponsible of me to run a business and to show other people how to run a business without knowing my own numbers. I, I kept hearing about how, how important they were and I just couldn't keep ignoring it any longer. So finally, I sat my butt down, I got cleared all my numbers, what they were, and then it was so much less scary. I realized that once I knew my numbers, it actually wasn't scary. And then I could see which numbers needed improving and then I could take real concrete steps to improving my numbers and so if you don't know your numbers you are quite literally driving your business mind it's important to know your numbers because you're never going to be able to maximize your efforts in things like marketing because you're not going to know what's working and what's not working you can't tweak and improve what's not working if you don't even know what's not working in the first place so i ignored my numbers for way too long so the lesson here is to know your numbers and make it a priority to consistently check and improve them. I like to do this monthly. So knowing your stats on your advertising, if you do paid advertising, your social media, your conversion rates, all of that stuff is super important. The next mistake that I made as I was growing my online business was not creating urgency in my sales funnels. I knew from the beginning that I wanted to build an online business that ran off of passive income for my digital products because I wanted to have a business that wasn't dependent upon my time because in my wedding photography business, that was obviously dependent on the amount of time I could give. I could only take on so many clients because for each client, I had to shoot their wedding, edit their wedding, shoot their engagement session. There was so much time involved with every single person that I took on that I could only take on a set amount of people every year. So I knew when I started my online business that I I didn't want it to depend on my time. And I wanted to have a business that would offer security if for God forbid, I ended up in the hospital for a month, or if there was some type of emergency, or if I wanted to take a vacation for two weeks, I wouldn't have to worry about my income coming to a halt. So I knew that's what I wanted to have as my business model right from the get go. But as I was creating these sales funnels for my evergreen courses, and by the way, evergreen is just means it's available all the time. It's not an open close. As I was creating these evergreen sales funnels, I realized that I was hardly getting any sales and it was because I wasn't giving people a reason to buy now. I would try to be like, hey, this is really important. It's going to help you buy now. But the thing is, is when people don't have a genuine reason of why they actually need to buy right now, they will put it off forever, sometimes indefinitely, even if they genuinely want your thing. People always find a reason to buy later. Oh, okay, I'll, ch I'll remember to buy that tomorrow. Or, oh, I'll buy that next week after I do blankety blank. Or, oh, I'll remember to come back. And then they never do. And so I tried to get all of these sales funnels up and running and 
I spent months getting frustrated over the fact that they weren't really working, especially because I kept seeing other people post online like, ooh, sales funnels, they're so easy. You can just set up one and then you're gonna make thousands of dollars in the first week. And I had this notion that it would just be so easy. And I was like, why the heck isn't this working? And then I realized I'm not giving people a reason. And so I like to use something called Deadline Funnel. It's a piece of software that is amazing. It gives each and every person who enters your funnel a genuine deadline of when they need to purchase in order to take advantage of something special. And that could be anything. It could be a discount. It could be an extra bonus, like whatever you want to offer. And it's genuine. It genuinely expires. The pages go dead. The links go dead. And I emphasize genuine because you never want to come up with fake scarcity. That's gross and icky pants. So you don't want to do that. But literally putting those deadlines on my sales funnels and giving people a reason, some real urgency, it had effects within 24 hours. Within 24 hours of adding genuine urgency to my sales funnels, the software literally paid for itself and they began to explode. So I puttered around for months, not adding any genuine urgency to my sales funnels with very lackluster results. So the lesson here is that people need a real genuine reason to move their butts, especially if you are trying to sell something as evergreen. And then the last mistake that I made as I was growing my business, and I say last just for this episode, I've made a bazillion mistakes, so I might need to do like a part two and a part three, but in order, in an effort to keep these episodes short and actionable, I'm gonna stick with six. And so the sixth mistake that I made was attaching myself to my results. I would set goals and have specific results that I would try to get within a set amount of time. And if I didn't reach those, I would make myself feel like crap. And I would tell all, all these stories of what it meant if I hit something or if I didn't hit something. So like if I hit a goal, I would make it mean, oh, well, if I hit this goal, that means I'm finally successful. If I hit this goal, that means I can finally be happy. If I hit this goal, then I'm finally worthy to teach business. Or if I don't hit this goal, that must mean I suck. If I don't hit this goal, that means I'm never gonna hit my goals in a launch or a promotion. If I don't hit this goal, that means I'm just going to have to work myself into the ground until I hit, like I had all of these stories, none of which were really serving me attached to all of these goals. And in particular, summer of 2017 was the summer that I really broke. I was doing a promotion and the promotion went awesome. Like in hindsight, it was really freaking good. But because I didn't hit my ginormous goal, I ignored all of the positive. I didn't see any lesson and I just made myself feel like utter crap. And that was my breaking point. Finally, I was like, you know what? I am detaching from all of my goals. I'm going to start setting goals, but I'm not going to make them mean anything. And that was so freeing. It was like the heavens parted and the light shone down and I felt like a new person. It's just like a giant weight lifted off your shoulders. And so the lesson here is that you should set big goals but release detachment from them. You wanna view it as a game, and that's that's how I view my business now. I view it as a game. I set goals, and if I don't reach them, that's fine. Like, I don't make it mean anything. I know I'm gonna reach all the goals I set, but maybe it'll take me two tries, or five tries, or 10 tries. I don't 
put all of this unnecessary pressure on all of my goals because all that does is make you feel like crap and good things can't come from crap. If you listen to the last episode in episode, what are we on? Episode number nine, I talk about how like inspiration and good ideas generally don't come when you're feeling stressed out and anxious and feeling like crap. And so when I released all of the detachment to my goals, I started hitting my goals faster and more easily because I had released detachment from them. Okay, speaking of goals and lessons, I also, if you haven't grabbed it already, I created a free PDF of my top 10 most important business lessons and how you can apply them for anyone who leaves me a review on iTunes. So if you're enjoying this podcast, you're getting value from it, If you've left me a review on iTunes, then I wanna give that to you as a free gift and you don't even have to get on my list. I will literally just email it to you. So if you've left me a review on iTunes, just take a screenshot of that and send it to my team and I at the email customer success at wonderlast.com. And then when we get your screenshot, we'll just email you the download link for the book. But if you liked all of these uh, mistakes that we just covered, then you'll love the freebie. Um, And if you would like the freebie and you haven't left a review, then just go leave me a review on iTunes, screenshot it and send me the screenshot and I will email you the PDF download. But now you know what time it is. It is time as always to take action. And I've got just one action step that I want you to take today and you can do it in 10 minutes or less. I want you to look at the list of mistakes that I just covered. So as a recap, it was number one, being too broad. Number two, creating too many offers. Number three, not having a launch plan. Number four, not knowing my numbers. Number five, not creating urgency in my sales funnels. And number six, attaching myself to the results. Look at that list. And if you are currently making any of those, first of all, it's totally fine. Don't beat yourself up about it and make it mean anything. But if you are currently making any of those mistakes, and I want you to write down one step that you could take this week to start turning that mistake into a better business growth opportunity. What is one thing that you can do to flip that shiz around? And if you are doing anything from that list, of course, I want to hear from you. Or if you've had any other, if you've made any other mistakes that have been valuable learning opportunities in your business, I really want to hear from you. Like I genuinely want to hear from you. It is so helpful to just be open and honest and share everything that you've learned and that can help share other people. So leave me a comment. If you're on Instagram, send me a DM. I'm at Wonderlast or tag me in a post, whatever. Just share a mistake that you've made and the lesson that you've learned and then other people will see your comment and hopefully learn from it too. It'll just be like one big learning pool where we're all sharing our mistakes. It's great. Let's have a mistake party. And with that, that is all for today. I hope you you have a wondrous day. Remember, you are the freakingbomb.com and I cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlast or by visiting my website, wonderlast.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.